Greetings, warriors, watchmen, and worshipers. I'm Frank Media with POTUS Shield, and I want to continue on from where we left off last week with the alert that I sent out. I would like to advise you that this is a continuation and that the Lord has called us to continue to increase with intensity and power and frequency, our prayers, our intercession, our declaration as we are now 89 days away from the election, but in all truth it starts almost 45 days from now with write-in ballots. We understand that in some ways this is a repeat pattern of the presidential election in November 2016. And as I was praying and seeking the Lord for wisdom and discernment and how we ought to proceed, He reminded me of these things. He reminded me that early on, it was actually in July, that I had prophesied that something would come out of the deep state. It would come from a deep throat basis that would alter in the very last days of this election what the results would be. And that this would come out about Hillary Clinton. Well, this time the Lord prophesied through me a few months back that we should expect something in September, a September surprise. And that it's not going to be like the previous issues. It's not going to be about COVID. It's not going to be about the other setbacks. It's going to be tellingly the Spirit of God moving in an amazing, incredible way. He's advised me that we're like midwives of this birthing process, and that we are called with that special anointing that's upon POTUS shield, upon the warriors, the watchmen, and the worshipers to help to deliver this process at its due time. Now, whether we see a full deliverance in the middle of September or the beginning of what it will, it will begin to swell up and it will become a flood tide. And I want you to understand that I still hold on to the word of the Lord as I did the first go around that Donald Trump shall be reelected as president. But unlike the last time when he told me in August to stop praying and to begin to just declare it and let it go and begin to pray for November 9th, this time the Lord has said to mobilize as I called forth last week and to ask people and to multiply that it's not enough to have four or five thousand of us, but a minimum of ten thousand, and we need your help. We need you to multiply. We need you to believe in the Genesis law, let every kind bring forth its own kind, and to begin to share these calls with other people that you know who have a heart similar and are looking for direction and clarity. And so I want to just go back very quickly to what I released six to seven weeks prior to the last election, and that is that Hillary was as Haman in the book of Esther, and that there was a deceitful plot and conspiracy, and that in this plot and this conspiracy they were celebrating prematurely. In fact it says that Haman had called for a banquet already even as Hillary had called for a celebration. All of the country in roundabout had declared that the Jews had been defeated and were about to be annihilated. And that this false god, this false government, which was being raised up on greed and lust and pride, 
and on falsehood that it would succeed. But the Lord said that Hillary in that sense, not in the physical sense, in the spirit sense, would hang on the gallows on election night, even as Haman hung on his gallows on the eve of the annihilation of the Jews. And instead of Mordecai being hung, and instead of those Jews in the forefront being hung, all of the hopes of Hillary were dashed. I had disclosed that the Lord showed me clearly that there were three major principalities that were conspiring. The force of this power, as we know, is a satanic force. It comes from the spirit of Antichrist, which opposes Christ. We are in that eve of preparing to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. And that spirit of Elijah is being released now, anointing that comes prior to the dark and gloomy day that was spoken of in Malachi. And we understand through that, that even as there was a plot in that 2016 and a conspiracy which has now come very clearly. A conspiracy first of all with a dossier that was paid for by Hillary, was accepted by Comey, was fomented by the FBI in collaboration with Obama and Biden and the Attorney General, all of them in denial now but the facts proving and pointing that it was contrived, that it was falsehood. And they even used it then when it was not successful to unseat him prior to the election. They tried to use it to impeach him, and at the very best which they were successful as, to impede a lot of his capacities as a president with distractions and with false accusations. Well, the plot now is very clear. We see it again. The same spirits are at work. The spirit of Jezebel, that which comes to distort and destroy authority. It comes under the wrappings of feminism overcoming and overwhelming the heart of a man or a husband or a father. We see that so clearly in the mission statement that is right now trying to lift the cause of racial injustice, but hidden in that is denuclearization of the family. We have Malachi crying that before that great and gloomy day that the Lord would send Elijah. Well, we understand this is a spirit as well. And it's a, it's, it's a special anointing of the Holy Spirit to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. The heart of the father is for a family. It always has been. That's why he created Adam. That's why he added Eve. That's why he made them fertile to procreate, to produce a fa family. Jesus Christ came that he might restore the family unto the father through his blood covenant. And now the father is crying out from his heart. It is time to restore the hearts of the children to the father and the fathers to the children. But we have a movement, and the movement is wrapped in many different foils. And yes, there are injustices that we must always deal with. Righteousness must prevail. There's no room for any persecution. There's no room for any racism. There's no room for any witchcraft. We must be those who toe the line strong without conforming, without giving in to those forces that would have us be otherwise. However, we understand clearly that there's a force to oppose turning the hearts of fire. 
fathers, in fact, to destroy fatherhood. So we see it clearly. We see the Jezebel spirit. We see the Ahab spirit that wants to conform, that wants to, in some ways, be intimidated and to force intimidation and witchcraft at the power of the Jezebel spirit and to lead people in the wrong path. At this point, we have Biden who seemingly is conforming as an Ahab to the Jezebel spirit that is permeating every facet of his party and of that platform. There are good people there. Some of them are my friends, but we must call the spirit what it is. And behind all of this is a powerful force, a mystical force from the very pit of hell itself, Abinadab. And all he does is spew the forces and the power and release the demons to perform that which would be. Now some would like to call this that for some reason or another we have lost our way. The truth of the matter is, this is fact. This is truth. POTUS SHIELD, EVEN AS NEWSWEEK ADMITTED, IS A POWERFUL SPIRITUAL WEAPON. AND WE REALIZE THAT OUR WEAPONS ARE NOT OF THIS EARTH. They are not fleshly, that they are powerful to the pulling down of strongholds, to the annihilation of witchcraft, to exposing deceit, and to plundering that which the enemy tries to steal from us. So in essence, in some ways this is a repeat of the pattern of that election of 2016. Ironically, this very day, news media has released that the polls have Biden ahead of Trump, 89 days ahead of the election in the same date at 7.4% leading him. Hillary was leading him in the polls at the same time at almost the exact same number, 7% plus. The Lord spoke out and He declared, ignore those things, watch what I will do. But now He has put a special emphasis and is calling us forth as those that will be as Esther. Esther was like the church, the bride. Mordecai was the deliverer. Christ is the deliverer. Father God is sovereign. And now He's releasing the force and power of the Holy Spirit through those of us who are warriors with POTUS shield to take the offensive. That's why we're mobilizing. We are taking the offensive. And I will continue to lead you with what God gives us. And some of you are sending me things, and I very much appreciate it. We're building our prayer points. We'll begin to post them on the website, www.potashield.com. Reach out to your friends, to your neighbors, to the members in your church, your prayer partners, the people on your Facebook, your social media, your Instagram, and invite them to tune in with us and to join this charge. Now, there are many who are leading prayers. But I want to tell you, in this I say so without any arrogance, humble before God. God has anointed this ministry, this prophetic order of Poda Shield, to be a spearhead and to be an arrowhead, to be able to plunder what the enemy has and to know ahead of time of what it's going with specificity. We don't look in the rear view and say that God said this or said that afterwards. We are saying boldly ahead of time, God is going to do something in September, but He is calling us forth now to make a way and to speak specifically with declaration and 
to be on the offensive, to attack those forces, and to put names to those who are manifesting the evil, and ask the Lord to push them back, to relegate them to where they have no influence, no power, and to expose lies and darkness. I had declared on Sunday in May 23rd that there would be lawlessness and a spirit of delusion loosed on the earth as a precursor to this point of the dark and gloomy day. The very next day George Floyd was killed. Within three days we had protests, we had th uh, thefts, we had rioting, we had murders in multiple cities. Over the last six months over 2,000 police and control and law and order officers have been murdered. We've seen hundreds that have been uh, hurt and damaged uh, within that count in that number. And the lawlessness is loosed upon this nation and upon this earth. And this is the time when it's a battle of overcoming. The enemy had said and it was told to us in Revelation 13 that he would blaspheme God, try to change the seasons and the times as Daniel cried out. And we see that now as it's coming with this whole replacement uh, theology, this replacement politicism that wants to completely annihilate the history of a nation, to call everything bad, looking to destroy this nation, its constitution, its country from the inside out, a lawlessness to change the times. And to change the seasons. And so now we come down to the point we must pray. We must declare in the name of Jesus that God shall turn this around. We have conceded enough. The saints are getting weary. We don't even hear the same voices that were out there in the election campaign of 2016 coming from the pulpits. I don't know why I'm not going to judge it, but I'm going to declare that once again the pulpits are fired up. The faith voices come out. And voices that haven't heard come out. That political voices come out. And that journalists have to speak truth in spite of themselves. We declare the truth to be exposed. Even in every situation. We declare that numbers not be transposed but that they be used as they are in Jesus' name. We declare and ask and pray with me that there be a clear strategy that is shown to those advisors that are around Donald Trump and Mike Pence, and that they will hear them and see them because the strategies of old won't work. All things are new. I believe we need to pray that they have a strategy to go into the middle markets, the smaller television stations and networks, and have rallies that are contemporaneous, even if only seen regionally, so that they can get their message out with truth. That we see that they stand for justice and righteousness, that we need to stand for that. And we need to pray down that spirit of witchcraft that comes to intimidate and shut the voices of those who otherwise would have something to say but are afraid because they will be sanctioned. Beloved, we can't be afraid of what the big corporations say. We can't be afraid of what happens with sports and events right now. As far as I'm concerned, there's a blackout for NBA and for the NFL and for Major League Baseball right now in my 
house. I have shut those down, and I love sports. I'm an athlete, have been all my life. I'm not I'm getting a little older, but I'm one who loves competition. A coach is in my blood. But I'm telling you something. I will not support those who are supporting something that is tearing down the structure of our country and hitting the denuclearization of fatherhood. We need to stand and not be intimidated. We need to oppose a cancel policy that wants to cancel everything that's in this history. You know, beloved, one thing, as one who comes from Jewish roots and has had a lot of exposure to Holocaust survivors, the one thing that has been taught and inbred is to never forget the Holocaust. Not to eradicate it because it was bad, but to teach it and show it. And you know what? If that hadn't happened today, it would be as if it doesn't exist. Louis Farrakhan and others that follow that end have come out and said that it's not true. And even today, you have people that are writing 20% of anti-Semitism tries to say that the Holocaust was not uh, against the Jews. We need to understand that we can't cancel history. We need to learn from history. We improve from history. This Bible is full of the fallacies of people that failed. We learn from those. We learn not to be like Samson who gave away his inheritance for lust. We learn not to be like Judas who gave away his inheritance for money. We learn from the fallacies, from the failures, and we build upon them. So we need to point out that we will not stand for a cancel uh, environment. And instead we want the truth to come out and to be fair and to hold those in esteem that deserve to be held in esteem and those that don't deserve to be held in esteem to at least know who they were and what they did. We stand for justice. We must overcome. And we understand that the senatorial race is as important as the presidential race. Yes it is. Because if we don't have the Senate ready to stand behind what President Trump will do and say in a point, we will lose the Supreme Court justices and we will not be able to see what God has appointed to happen in our time now come to take place. So I need you to pray. I'll be posting a chart on POTUS Shield that specifies uh, senators, those running, and those states, and calling for people in those areas to help us to pinpoint strategies. One of the ones right now that the pollsters say is leaning Democrat, that's a seated senator, is McSally. And uh, an astronaut, Kelly, is running against her. We need to pray that God turn that around and that he would keep her in her seat. Toss-ups right now, as they're calling them. These are toss-ups. These are Republicans that could lose. Gardner in Colorado. Purdue in Georgia. Ernst in Iowa. Collins, even though she hasn't towed the line most of the time, we're better with her than without in Maine. We have Danes in Montana and Tillis in North Carolina. Pray for them. Pray that God keeps them. Pray for that the leaders that they're going after are, are kept strong. Uh, McDonald, the speaker, our, the, 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 the Senate leader. Senator Graham, who takes a strong voice. Senator Cornyn in Texas and Senator Sullivan. Those which are leaning Republican, but it could be a, a difficult run. 
uh, include Loeffler, and now we know that Kansas is open and there's a primary that just happened, and we'll see those results now and determine how it will go. We must pray. We must pray for these senators. We must pray that God restores it. We must pray that the, the seat in Alabama is turned over from Munchen and that his opponent, uh, who's an ex-coach, comes forth and wins. That's a seat to gain. We can't be comfortable with just a slight majority. We found out that didn't work in the past because of the likes of a Romney and a Collins and those that fought and voted against the ways of the appointments that the party was asking for. So we need to see a clear majority, three or four additional senators at a minimum. We will also target some congressional races. Now, let me conclude with this. We can choose to do nothing, and that's what Mordecai had told Esther. Deliverance will come for the Jews. If not by you, God will raise up something else, somebody else. I don't want for us to divert that opportunity, that blessing to anything else. God has anointed us, appointed us, equipped us for this hour. Once again, Please start following the website. Give us a couple days to bring it up to snuff so that we have these points on it. I'm working very diligently on it. And also invite others to join in with us. We need to be a formidable force. There should be a minimum of 10,000 of us praying daily through these prayer points. Be bold. Go forward with that special anointing that you have, that breaker anointing. Be bold. Speak right into the darkness. Speak right into the faces of those who are perverting truths and lies. Call them what they are. Expose the witchcraft. Annul it. And realize that we don't fight flesh and blood, but there is flesh and blood that is being used for these purposes. That doesn't make them your friend. It does make them your enemy, an enemy of the gospel, of the faith, of the spirit. But yet God loves them as you should as well. That's the balance. That's the balance. Live it, preach it, but be strong. This is not time for feeble knees. God loves you. So do I. I'm Frank Amedia, Poda Shield, signing off. I'll be coming back to you real soon. God bless you.